This is Golf Shots with Steve. Let's do it. Is that I'm terrible at like intros? Okay. Um, I started out doing a couple of these podcasts and it would be like, um, okay, uh, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, I got to work on that. And then the next one would be like, Okay, let's get started. <laughs> and isn't listening to yourself just one of the worst things? Like yeah. your voicemail or you leave a message and you record it back to yourself. It's just no one wants to hear themselves talk. So yeah, I get so it. Now, I don't even do intros anymore. It's like we sit down. I just hit record. Here we go. Great. <laughs> I love that. Do this. Best this non-intro. The, the other thing I'm trying to not do as much of is laugh. Like I seem to laugh at myself a lot. And I'm like... <laughs> When you listen to yourself, you're like, God, I sound like an idiot. I don't know what to do. I think you're funny. <laughs> I think you're funny. Thanks. I'll be laughing too. Look at me. And I'm yeah. like, I'll laugh at what you say, not at what I say. I'll do both. So you know what's weird? I was looking at um, the podcast downloads. Like I can look at all sorts of details, which I get into like um, number downloads. And then it breaks it down country, by country and cool. by city and all that stuff. And uh, the United States is the number one download spot for the podcast. And number two is Germany. Which <laughs> I don't know why we got. A, apparently, we've got some German golfers out there that love the podcast. Maybe it's something about me. I don't know what that is. Well, I've been to Germany. It's a beautiful country. Been there in Christmas. Also very devastating. Gone to like some of the concentration camps and stuff. Oh, I'm sure. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy way. Uh, Germany's beautiful. Now, did you visit any golf courses while you were there? I did not because I was not into golf during that period of my ah. life. Well, first of all, uh, shout out to all of our German uh, listeners yes. out there. We appreciate it. <laughs> I, uh, and that's a, that, is a, uh, that is a swipe at all the Canadians out there. Thanks a lot. We're a couple hours Come from the on. Canadian border here in northern Idaho. Yeah. And uh, uh, Germany's beating you <laughs> on download. So let's get some Canadians going here. Let's go. I'm watching you. But um, look, I, uh, w- we've had some really good golf pros in the area on here, people with really good golf stories. We've gotten really deep into golf. And I know there's uh, a decent amount of you out there that listen to the podcast who maybe are just getting into golf or or maybe aren't even golfers. And I thought it would be a blast to kind of have a new golfer episode. Um, So I've got Kylie Kellogg um, on the podcast today. Kylie, thanks again for joining me. It's awesome. Um, These are always fun. And uh, I just kind of wanted to go through like I started golfing um, over 20 years ago, so I don't remember necessarily. Um, well, I don't remember last week, but I really <laughs> don't remember 20 years ago um, when I first started playing. But golf is an extremely uh, intimidating sport to get into. It's it's really tough to break into. It's you know uh, outside of trying to figure out how to uh, how to hit a golf ball. There's tons of rules. There's tons of unwritten rules. Um, then there's etiquette that you have to figure out. There's there's clothing that we wear weird stuff when we golf, so you got to get that figured <laughs> out. And then there's the equipment, which there's tons of that, tees and balls and clubs. And, and then you got to worry about hitting houses and windows <laughs> and people. I mean, you're just like, gosh, how many things do I have to worry about? And then you're worried about holding the group up or hitting a bad yep. shot, being embarrassed. So yep. um, I wanted to just sit down with you and get your perspective because – we talked the other day, and I know that you played golf a little bit growing up. Yeah. But now this last summer was the first summer where you really got after yes. it. Yes. And I just wanted to hear your story, like how you got into this crazy sport, because I'm going to tell you, it's a pain in the butt. It's not an easy game. I mean, I have a hat 
that I think sums it up perfectly. It says, I hate this game. I hate this game. I hate this game. Nice shot. I hate this game. <laughs> yeah. And it's like so, so true. Even even beginners and experts, I'm sure, would feel the same way. But yeah, so I really, like you said, didn't get pl- into playing golf until honestly COVID, which I'm assuming a lot of people can probably relate to. It yep. was in living. I lived in the Bay Area at the time where we literally could not leave our apartments and so for a long time and then when that started opening up the only thing that we could do outside was like go hiking which wasn't our like mo- main motivation there or golf and so we started golfing a lot just out of the fact that that was the only thing that Matt and I that's my husband could go do together and have it be slightly like athletic and still have a good time we could go drink and all that kind of stuff um, at the time when that happened I didn't even have a set of clubs so we're I mean it probably is two pushing now three years and I'm a six foot one lefty so I'm not exactly the easiest person to just walk into a golf course and be like hey can I borrow some clubs Um, but because we were going to play some more we said all right I'll just go buy I think I have bought a $300 Amazon set and they're actually senior men's lefty clubs. Yeah, it's hard. I'm with you. Yeah. Because I'm just being I'm just foot. difficult. Yeah, yeah, I'm just difficult being a lefty and so tall. Um, but the the fun I think thing that really connected me to golf was when I was little. Um, my grandpa was actually a really wonderful golfer, and he um, he passed away last fall. But he helped design and build the Canyon Oaks Country Club golf course in Chico, California, where I was raised. Oh, cool. And so um, I don't remember ever learning how to hold a golf club, but I've always known how, if that makes sense. He Mm -hmm. would take my cousins um, and I, we could not have been more than 10 years old, and he would take us, quotes, golfing. We didn't care at all about the golfing. We cared about our Shirley Temple at the end. (laughs) Um, And literally last weekend I was back in Chico and I golfed the same course that 20 years, 25 years ago that I would go and learn to, quote, golf with my grandpa. Uh, Nice. Yeah. Did you get a Shirley Temple at the end? I did, but I put some vodka (laughs) in it. Um, Yeah. So that's kind of how I got into golf. But then I stopped for what? You know, 20 years. Mm -hmm. I never thought about it. In high school I was a professional athlete playing volleyball. So it just was not top of mind, but COVID really brought that to the forefront. And then obviously moving to Twin Lakes. I mean, if you don't golf, you're just silly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Kylie uh, is also a Twin Lakes member out here. Yes. Uh, we're recording in the Twin Lakes uh, clubhouse again. We've uh, recorded a few of them here. Yep. Um, bingo going on downstairs. <laughs> I don't know if that mics are going to pick that up or not, <laughs> but uh, I'm playing my bingo card right here. <laughs> Um, and I'm drinking uh, John Daly, which was my summer drink Ooh. last year that has now turned into my winter drink. <laughs> and uh, what are you drinking over there? You got a Well, I'm a mid-30s woman, so I'm drinking Chardonnay. Chardonnay. It's party time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's midwinter uh, here in North Idaho. It's probably, uh, I don't know if it's... 22 degrees? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is it that high? Yeah, I was yeah. going to say like one, but it is, uh, it's plenty cold. We're a little ways away from, from playing playing any golf here. So. Yeah. That's an interesting story about uh, about growing up and your. It was your grandfather. It was that my grandfather. Of course. Yeah. Wow. He was, and he's like, we had his um, 
celebration of life last fall and it was at canyon oaks and it's like every time obviously my my maiden name is is different and he was my uh, maternal grandpa so it's different but he w- his name was donald donald miller and he is just he was the athletic department or athletic director at chico state like he was just so huge in that community and he loved golf he played golf until he physically could not and he would go sit and watch the golfers because uh-huh. he just loves the sport and he was so great it's such a like that's why i love golf just the passion over it yep. you know it's like well, we get a little obnoxious over this sport yep. it's it's uh i don't know what it is but there's there's not a lot of sports where it's like I, like if, if i play around the golf that night when i go to bed I, my head hits the pillow and i'm thinking about my round and i'll go through every shot it's ridiculous <laughs> i'm not there yet yeah and i'm <laughs> sure <laughs> i'm sure other people have pa- you know like a hunter like people who go hunting which sure. i don't i'm sure they get into the same thing where it's yeah. like everyone that's has all they their think thing. about and yeah that's yeah. what they want to talk about so you're on the right path i'm excited that you're a golfer everyone i know can vouch for this i try and turn everyone into a golfer if they're not playing already i'm I start sending I them texts. If they haven't started golfing, they've probably mm. golfed with the wrong people. Like you can't, I can't go out and golf with someone who is maybe a little bit more uh, stressed or like y- you have to find the right person to start you into golf. Like my um, my best friend's husband. Um, that's the other reason we got into golf was during COVID. They lived a few hours away, and we would meet and do stay and plays at little like courses in between Chico and the Bay Area and her husband was so patient he was so kind he would explain the rules like you need someone that you can golf with that isn't going to stress you out because if you get stressed it's over like (laughs) you get stressed you get irritated and you're like I can't even hit the ball and then you just go and sit in the cart and drink more White Claws so (laughs) yeah well it's not not the worst yeah I think uh, in my opinion anyhow uh, one of the bigger misconceptions about golf is that good players don't want to play with bad players or new players. Yep. And the, the reality is most good players don't mind at all. Nope. Um, they don't mind if you're topping the ball. They don't mind if you're hitting you know, trees and houses nope. or whatever. It doesn't really make a difference. Everyone just wants someone to play golf with. I, yeah, I would agree with that. And I think we as beginners put way more stress on ourselves than anything that someone else that you play with would. Um, I think part of the stress might come from if you are playing at a course and there are people following you and you are taking 10 hits to get to the green. Like there are times there and there still will be that I'm like, you know what? I don't like the situation. I'm going to pick up my ball (laughs) from behind this tree and I'm going to go lay with my husband who just landed in the middle of the fairway. (laughs) And there's no shame in that because right now it's just about getting enough contact to have that you know like it's it's so hard you think about baseball golf is so hard hitting <laughs> a tiny ball in the middle of a shaft that's off your hand like it's an, it's actual insanity <laughs> if you really think about it <laughs> and if you look at the golf swing it's not a natural move no. there's nothing like like we shouldn't really be moving like that no. and then you hear about all these golfers with bad backs and then you watch their swing and like well of course we end up with the bad back seriously but you really got to take care of yourself yeah it's uh it's a it's a challenging game for sure but I, I think like um you know really good players the biggest thing is that you're just not holding the group up right where yeah. uh i've played with new golfers before and they're like what do, what do i you know give me some advice well i'm not gonna i'm not good enough to give people swing advice my <laughs> only advice for people is when it's your turn to hit, be ready to hit. Ready like, golf. Hey, just, you know, like, don't be, like, staring off in the trees. I know that's easy to do, and I probably do that sometimes. <laughs> but be 
hit your ball when it's your shot and don't be afraid to pick up if you need to because a, go a good player is going to get frustrated if it's like suddenly you're holding Absolutely. the course up. Yeah. Well, and also it's actually funny that you bring that up because then there is the whole etiquette thing, right? So then I'm th like, I have been taught that if we're all on the green, the farthest away needs to hit the ball. Well, I'm over here because I just hit it, you know, 30 yards onto the green. Are we playing ready golf? Are we doing this? Or are you guys going to wait for me and watch me all the way as I walk? So it's also just establishing <laughs> those rules when knowing the etiquette, but also establishing those rules. And I have never played with anyone that was like, I am irritated with you for hitting your ball first versus me if I'm ready to putt. Yeah. You know, so it's it's again, it's just the pressure that we put on ourselves on this sport that is incredibly difficult. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's on top of trying to learn how to hit the ball, oh too, gosh. which is a, the whole whole nother challenge. Yeah. Um, and it's probably what keeps a lot of people from jumping into the sport. But, you know, you go to the range and work on a few things and. You were uh, a, a college volleyball player. I was. Uh, which college did you go to again? Remind me. Cal Poly uh, San Luis Obispo. Cal Poly. So um, uh, a high-end volleyball player. Yes. You played professionally for a while. I did. So you're a really good athlete. Yeah. And then so what What are some of the challenges that you've, uh, like, experienced in learning the golf swing? So I do think I have a little bit of a leg up just because I did – was introduced to it at a young age when I didn't – I wasn't I don't realize that I, I picked it up but I think one of the hardest things in golf is to actually realize when you're making strides like a huge indicator even though my score we're so score oriented yeah, right yeah. so score oriented that you don't realize that you're actually making a lot of progress so one of the ways that I realized I was making progress was when I played my first round and instead of hitting my hybrid every single time I actually knew what my eight iron hit. Yep. And I mean, maybe new is like, I had a general idea how far I could hit my eight iron. And so going transitioning from, this is the only club that I can physically hit and it's not great, but maybe it goes straight and not in the air to, oh, I'm a hundred yards out. I need to use my pitching wedge. Or I know that I can hit my pitching wedge a hundred yards, but now I'm, I'm only 60. I need to do a, a half swing. Yeah. That's when the light bulb went in on in my brain i was like oh my gosh it doesn't feel any better but you're actually so much better <laughs> than you were yeah and i mean it's cliche to sound but it's shocking that when you play four times a week you just get better <laughs> <laughs> because golf i think is one of those other sports that you only play maybe a few times a month if you're the average person yeah how can you expect to get better <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so it's so time it's such a time-consuming sport yep. it's just challenging to to put in the time that it really takes to, to get better at it. It's so true. And that's even frustrating because you can go and do a lesson, you know, with your pro and it's like, all right, we're going to tweak all this stuff. And then it, they, they tweak it and then everything goes to shit. And then you're just <laughs> like, well, I think I should just go back to what I was doing. Yeah. And it's like, that's the wrong attitude. And the athlete in me also is, I love to be coached. Mm. I like, if I went golfing with you, Steve, like I would, did you, where, did you see where I was facing or help me with this putt? Like, I'm super open to that kind of stuff. Yeah. Not everyone is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most people aren't. Yeah. And that's like a new golfer uh, a, a tip. Like, when you work, you can look up, and I've looked up before, like, new golfer's advice. And yeah. it's like, don't give swing tips. Mm -hmm. You know, that's like always one of the ones. I mean, I found, and again, I'm so athlete mind-driven. Like, the other thing about golf is there are – 
you even said it yourself, literally hundreds of things you can think about, thinking about. And then, and just in your swing, hundreds of things that you can be like, well, why didn't I hit this perfectly? So what I've tried to focus on really are three things, you know, and that could be different for everybody. For me, I have a huge problem with lifting my head. I'm so concerned before the ball's going that I lift before, you know, not um, following through, whatever it is for any person. I try to just focus on those three things because once you start letting everything else in, you can't think about anything. <laughs> it just yeah. all goes down the drain. So yeah, I don't remember where I read it. It's it, it was it's a joke, of course, but it said you should never have more than a hundred swing thoughts in your head at any given time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would limit That's that even maximum. more. <laughs> yeah, and, but it's so easy because there's always something that you didn't do right, and 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 that's okay because the other thing that I've had to do is we're on these golf courses and they are probably not for the average person like a par four is a par four maybe a pro can birdie it yeah but like if i'm getting a five and a pro is getting a birdie i probably should feel okay about that but it's so hard it's so hard to realize well now we've started just doing like a bogey uh a bogey for me is is a birdie so we'll still do our birdie shots because (laughs) i'm like i've earned this yeah i know (laughs) (laughs) all right i'm not playing golf with you okay fine (laughs) (laughs) now i can handle that that'd be all right well, and that's the uh, one of the great things about golf is the handicap system, mm-hmm. and it ki- puts us all on somewhat of a le- level playing field. I you agree. know, some people kind of fudge things, and it makes it difficult. But I won't say any names, <laughs> even though I almost did. <laughs> we all know. You guys know who you are. <laughs> I've been accused of being a sandbag. I post all of my scores, but uh, uh, except for the really good ones, those <laughs> ones maybe not. No, <laughs> I, I post them all. But I always think about like when I first started playing golf, I was thinking about it today, just knowing we were going to talk. And I mm-hmm. was thinking about um, the first time I went out, I was about 21. I want to say when I s- first really started playing golf, you know, and uh, 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 the pro had to come out on a second or third hole and talk to us because we were playing the ladies tees. Oh, <laughs> and we argued with him. He's like, you know, the red tees are the ladies tees. Well, isn't there, isn't there something going around and maybe some golf courses are like, if you can drive over 100 yards, then you are on the yellow. If you can't, you're on the red, regardless yeah. of. Well, and I really like the handicap recommendation team. Yeah. It's like, uh, and, and some of the, you know, you go play Chambers Bay over in Tacoma or you go play Torrey Pines or something. On the sure. first tee, there's a starter who's going to ask you, what handicap are you? And then he's going to tell you, or she is going to tell you, uh, these are the tees you need to be playing. Like, Great. Because I think it was Nick Faldo they asked him, and I've said this on the podcast before, but uh, – they asked him what his best piece of advice for golfers that he could give. Yeah. And everyone usually says a swing tip or something. And sure. he said his answer was play the right tees. Yeah. You know, and it's important. Like, I should not be playing the back tees anywhere. And if you see me back there, come talk to me because I've had too much to drink. Well, my husband always gets irritated with me because I will outdrive him, <laughs> even though he literally is hitting all the way at the back of the men's tees, <laughs> and he gets all frustrated. We have a long-standing athletic competition background, which is funny in general, but he's always like, if you're outdriving me, you should be on a different tee. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> should be on a different course if you're outdriving me. That's Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to go play somewhere else. <laughs> I was also thinking about uh, – you know, I started playing here in Idaho, a lot of golf, and I didn't know. I wore a T-shirt and shorts when I started sure. playing golf, and I went to Palm Springs, and I wasn't even playing golf. I was on the driving range, and then I went to go chip and putt, and the pro came over and talked to me. I mean, they take it seriously. You go to Palm Springs, you better have a collared shirt on. Okay. And he let me have it. Ooh. So it's just like 
you don't know like that's that that was the whole point of this podcast is like there's so many little things you know collar shirts or no yep. jeans mm-hmm. and, yep. and um you know you play the right tees and and um there's just so many little things that you don't realize like you don't step on the line when someone's like putting like uh, and you learn those things by playing with the right kind of people yeah i mean i can't say i've had the same issues with women's golf clothing because for me that was like part of the excitement i was like yes i get to wear this like cute little outfit and i get to go shopping <laughs> so i don't think i have the same same kind of situation as maybe men do but the other thing is golf has had the reputation of being a like hoity-toity sport Mm -hmm. and so like even in that situation like it doesn't seem like it it depends on what you're playing maybe you don't always get the benefit of the doubt like people either think you're being a jackass because you're not wearing a collared shirt versus being like hey i don't know if you knew this but like you need to be wearing a collared shirt that's part of it and like teaching people the right way versus you know not giving them the benefit of doubt and having this like, bad experience because like well i never want to go back they yelled at me i <laughs> know i was terrified I'm yeah like, oh my gosh i was so embarrassed of course like, yeah. which is like that's not how we promote the sport like you're, how are you supposed to know that yeah well that's why it's in my opinion like kids ki- if kids want to come out and play golf they should be free like Fine. get these kids out here yeah and a lot of countries I, I know a guy uh, a pro from australia who grew up there and he said every little town has a little golf, golf course and then cute. and there's junior programs everywhere and there's and kids are free. Yep. You know, and that, you know, that's really what it should be is yep. if we really want to grow this sport or really want to get some Absolutely. traction, you shouldn't be charging. I, I don't believe kids should have to put no. pay. And then there should be more information on how you should act out there, you know, and uh, mixing groups together like like um, another rule that um, Good players will get annoyed if you stand right behind them. Like, oh. um, b- and if you are standing behind them, you better be holding really still. <laughs> yeah, fair. Okay. That's another one that good players, and you just don't know. Like, See, that's even new, new to me. Yeah. If you're new I mean, player, I'm sitting here like, because I'm new, like my best friend and I will play, and I'm literally like helping her fix her feet so she's not off in the, off in the shrubbery. <laughs> so I feel like I'm like, oh, I'm doing you a favor. I'm helping you yeah. with your. S- and now here I learned that I'm probably being a jerk. <laughs> uh, no, well, most people don't care, and even a good player is not gonna like get upset about yeah. it. But it's one of those things. Like you where in your peripheral, like yeah, if you're no, okay, big. that's fair. You'll see PGA Tour players actually stop because the gallery is moving. That like would be far difficult. off in the distance. And I'm watching on TV going, I would have never even seen that, you know, <laughs> but th- that bothers them. Just the littlest. I've seen them back away from the ball and go, OK, sure. Hold on. But I mean, they're playing on a that's completely different, different level than anybody else. I mean, it's crazy that they can even swing like we were watching the golf tournament. What this last weekend? Was that where they, or two weekends ago? It, it's the been Genesis. on. Like, yeah. Watching the Genesis. And it's yeah. like they're hitting and they only have 12 feet and. I mean, they're just surrounded by people like that's I mean, that's a crazy environment. I mean, I played volleyball. I'm surrounded by people playing volleyball. But when you're trying to golf, that seems yeah. intense. You're like, you know, that ball can go anywhere. right? Anywhere. We went we went to my wife and I went to the Ryder Cup one year and it was like, you know, they would hit it towards the gallery. And we I'm not, I've never experienced that before. I'm standing <laughs> five feet from this guy. Who's hitting yeah. He's like just zooming the ball five feet from my head. And you feel totally comfortable because you're like, well, it's. You know, it's Rory McIlroy. What what Looking could possibly around. go wrong? <laughs> if it was me out there, I'd be like, hey, watch out. Just everyone be, be it's wary. It's insane. Well, and then what happens is, you know, there's these pro-ams, and people go and watch them. And, the, uh, and it doesn't cross your mind that, oh, my gosh, this guy's a 20 handy. He's playing. 
playing with Rory McIlroy, he's got to be good. And then as a 20 handicap, people get hit in those pro I mean, Bill yeah. Murray, he was a hoot in that tournament. <laughs> what tournament was he playing in? I When he made that no-look putt, yeah, he plays I was in the like – Pebble, The one at Pebble Beach. I was like, I Bill, you are just the best. He's the man. He's the man. He's golf. so great. Now, a new golfer, have you watched Caddyshack? I have watched Caddyshack, okay, but good. it has been a while. Okay. And my dad – my dad ensured that I watch that movie. Well, if you're going to really get into golf, you need to watch Caddyshack minimum okay. 300 times. Minimum. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, I'll get started now. <laughs> we better cut this interview. Maybe I'll, I'll have 300 in by Women's League this summer. <laughs> <laughs> I caddied. Uh, I used to caddy at the Coeur d'Alene Resort, and then I caddied in Palm Springs for a while. That's fun. Um, and I lived with four or five. I don't know. There was a bunch of guys. We lived in this little tiny oh, apartment. Sure. There was, like, air mattresses, <laughs> and Caddyshack no was on. Paper. Caddyshack was on almost every day. <laughs> uh, you know what? That is actually a good a good movie recommendation. I should bring that back it's from on the Netflix, vaults. Netflix right oh, now, too, by the way. Yeah, great. I don't even have to rent it on Amazon Prime. <laughs> yeah, Perfect. <laughs> All of our German uh, viewers out there, make sure you're watching Cat. I don't know if it's in German or... <laughs> oh, interesting. Well, the you know, the th- crazy thing about uh, being in Europe is they are so much smarter than us. They know four, five, six languages. I lived in Switzerland. The average person knew four languages. Yeah. Swiss, German, English, French, Spanish, Portuguese, sometimes straight up German, Swiss, German. I mean, they are insanely smart. That is nuts. I know. It is. And it I'm still working on one. Yeah. For, <laughs> for, for like reals. 20 words. <laughs> yeah. They are, they are super smart, and they, they think of that as a really cool part of their culture. So, yeah. Europe is awesome. So – how many courses have you played now then? Have you played, like, do you have your favorites? <coughs> or have you kind of focused on Canyon Oaks and Twin Lakes? So I would say Twin Twin Lakes for sure, the most I've ever played. Yeah. Um, there was a golf course that we played in the Bay Area, which now I'm <laughs> forgetting the name of. But then, yeah, Canyon Oaks, and then there's another um, club there called Bidwell. But Canyon Oaks is... I mean, I played this weekend. It was 75 degrees in Northern California, and I was like, what am I doing in Idaho? Yeah. I love Idaho, so I not for reals, but it was so amazing. But another way that I knew I was getting better at golf is Canyon Oaks is – I mean, I don't I, – I'm not going to say it's super difficult, but I think it's pretty difficult, even compared to Twin Lakes, which has pretty narrow fairways and, like, you know, stuff. There are multiple ditches to go over, so, like, I can't – I can't just like hit my ball. Sometimes I have to be really strategic. I have to hit my ball and then lay it up to get over this ditch or this canyon. They're clearly canyon. Yeah. There's this this hole that I had to hit over a canyon and I've never hit over it before and I hit over it this weekend. Nice. I know. Cheers and I mean I that. still got an eight on the hole and who knows what it was. <laughs> Doesn't matter. No, but I that's what you remember. You remember those swings and it, as we always say between i'm sure everybody like that's what keeps you coming back yeah you have that swing and it doesn't matter if you got a 10 on that hole <laughs> you remember your drive that i hit my best drive i hit my uh on the very last hole i hit a drive 190 yards oh yeah never done that before <laughs> and i just was like i quit i'm done <laughs> i've excelled i'm out of here <laughs> i'm out of here it's the drive that keeps you coming back the too. drive like good drive oh there's uh, nothing better like than crushing a drive. Like, yeah, whoever came up with the whole drive for show, pup for dough thing has <laughs> never had the snap hooks or, like, because it's the drive that keeps you on the golf course. Like, you hit a good drive, I'm, I'm in. There was a, there was one, there was actually three holes in a row that I parred. Um, my first one was not a true par. I took my mulligan, <laughs> but I got three pars in a row, <coughs> and I was like, 
talking to my my best friend's husband and I go wow you know you really feel good about golf when you have a good first shot off the tee and then your next shot lays up and you two putt and he's yeah, like yeah. Fancy that. So easy. <laughs> so easy. Boring golf. What? This is the best. <laughs> <laughs> and then on the next par three, I, you know, have six. So <laughs> it is what it is. Now, how are you doing <coughs> with the, because um, this is another one of the weird golf things. Mm-hmm. You hit down on the ball to make it go up. How's that one going? I really, really struggle with this. Yeah. I was, am still so terrified for some reason of divoting. Yeah. Which make is divoting even the right word? Divoting works. Yeah. Like I'm so terrified to chunk before yeah. that it screws with my brain. So I am almost exclusively a topper. That sounds interesting. <laughs> um, I top the ball. <laughs> you to- you're a topper instead of a divoting. Yes, exactly. Um, and We're so working on the lingo. Yeah, that's we'll get part it. Of the, that's part of the new. I'll golfer. have some of my wine here. <laughs> You're very close. Yes. Um, So that was my problem was I, even with my my drives, I would not get my club face correct. um, Or I would overcompensate by turning my wrists over or I just wouldn't do it at all and my shot would fade to the left. Um, But I will be happy to say that I have started to really not care as much about where the ball goes, which is so difficult to do, and really just focus on the contact Mm -hmm. and even in volleyball there's a saying the ball knows angles like the ball is an object that does what i tell it to do so you can tell so much by what the ball does yeah and so it's 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 similar correlation to the volleyball platform so with i try to think of it the same way in golf is like the ball only does what i tell it to do i have control over that and that's really helped like center me um also i straight up didn't realize for most of my like golf time that the angle of the club is supposed to be to my like right hip Mm -hmm. i did not know that until i had a lesson with ted last year really yeah literally yeah (laughs) because i'd never had a golf lesson and he was like oh i'm just gonna make this little tweak literally goes boop three inches to the right all of a sudden i hit the ball in the air i was like what (laughs) (laughs) what yeah I love it when pros do something like that. Just a little tweak, you know, because I have a tendency to get in my head way oh. too much. Yeah. Did CJ tell you um, the, s- the story where we golfed and we were drinking and having a wonderful time? Yeah. And we're on 12, the s- short par three. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't say a word to me except for get your pitching wedge out, which was insanity. There's no way at that time I was going to hit my pitching wedge 100 yards. He goes, get your pitching wedge. And I go, "Mm, you're crazy. Get it. He looks at me. I I line up. He doesn't say a word to me. He moves my hips this way, moves the club this way, does that. And I smoke this shot right onto the green like three feet from the hole. And I was like, (laughs) yeah. It's so funny and irritating at the same time that you didn't even need to say a word to me and you could do that because yeah. I clearly don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I always like it when it's like 12 holes into. I'm like, why don't you tell me on the first hole? Why do you have to make me? Well, <laughs> and it's also like he's he's if I'm sure CJ's job is so difficult. Like he's like, I can't give you a, le- a free lesson every time we yeah. get drunk on the golf I'll course together. 20 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> and I would be like, fine. That's why I like uh, if you've ever heard of Butch Harmon. He was Tiger Woods yeah. golf coach for a long time or swing coach. And um, he's really big on most of your problems can be solved in your setup. 100%. Like, like grip, setup, like a lot of problems can be solved right there. Like I'm trying to fix a problem uh, on the downswing. You know, I mean, that's happening in the fraction of a second. Sure. And you're trying to like 
do something with your hands yeah. when really it's a setup thing. And I like the pros who give you advice, like little setup stuff. And like repetition or um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like doing the same thing every time before you go hit, like having that that 10 seconds where it's your routine. That's the word I'm looking for. Like yeah. every time, it doesn't matter what it is, how long it is, whatever, but go and do it every time so that you have that muscle memory. Because if you're trying to change a bunch of things, mid, you don't change things on the golf course. You change things in practice. Yeah. You know, and so that's where it's also difficult. Like you, you're slicing and you're slicing and you're slicing. So then you s- change your stance and then you hit it straight. And then you're like off in the trees. <laughs> yeah. It's like if we've had a dollar for every time that happens. <laughs> <laughs> have you hit anything serious <coughs> yet? Have you hit a? I have thankfully. Did you break anything? <laughs> oh, the only thing I've hit was uh, a golf cart. But to be fair, it was their fault because oh. <laughs> they should have known to not be in front of me <laughs> and they were like not anywhere where my ball should have gone yeah. but um i usually if like if i can see you you're a hazard so <laughs> that's on you just yeah so like you that's know. on you it's not on me <laughs> and she learned her lesson and never never did that again yeah so <laughs> well i'm working on um one of my favorite things about golf is that it drags you around like i travel like well up until the last two um years don't get me started sure kind of hanging out here in idaho playing golf which has been great so terrible it's been fun <laughs> yeah i've had a great couple of years but i'm already working on um, um ireland trip oh, um, wow. i want to go play golf over there i've been to scotland now so kind of cool. bounce around the united states a little bit there's some of course i've never played um pebble beach i haven't been to pebble yet but oh it's beautiful i've been i've been but haven't played yeah, okay. Which I don't think I ever would even want to play, but yeah. I would love to go watch people practice oh, or I'm even. Someday I'm going to pay $600 Do to play it. Pebble Beach. Love it. I'm loving <laughs> I've that. stood on right next to the 18 green twice. I've been down there twice and had lunch in the lodge and overlooked the green. And you know, you should talk to Rich Kellogg, my father-in-law, because he has a wonderful story about him playing at Pebble Beach. And he's, uh, he's Rich is amazing. He has great golf stories, but you would you should talk to him. All right. Yeah. I uh I think I just saw the other day that um when Pebble opened in 19 my I think it said 1919. I'm not positive. I was going to say 1920. But I'm pretty sure it said it was $2 to play around. Yes, it was and now it's what now 600 it's times that? Yeah, it's like 575, maybe 600 300 times that. I saw that I saw that too. There. Where did I see that? <laughs> yeah, it was just uh, I just saw that the other day cuz it was like some sort of anniversary or yeah. Like yeah. And it yeah, it's yeah, in I've never played. We've I've had a ton of friends that have played, but to counter or to, to to go along with what you're saying, like that has actually been a really fun thing for Matt and I's relationship. Like yeah. now we don't just go on vacation. Like we go on vacation and bring our clubs, and oftentimes we'll figure out like where we want to go beforehand. Even going to visit my uh, goddaughters and family in Chico, like I brought my clubs where three years ago I would have never. Yeah, and yeah. now we played golf twice, and it was so great. It's just such a fun activity to do with with your friends that's not just like sitting at home drinking now i can like be in the sun drinking (laughs) (laughs) playing sports what can we do and drink outside yeah horseshoes you play horseshoes of course yeah that's an outside drinking game yeah but golf is it's it's so fun it's such a social thing for me too i Mm. really enjoy the the music and just getting out getting walking around and everything so i am an avid golfer from now on i love it nice so i mean we all go through (laughs) our ups and downs but yeah yeah, I quit golf once a summer, but yeah. it's just like a day. Or, 
And then I take my tennis racket out, and then I go to the and, oh. I, and I, uh, I can't keep it in the, the fencing, like the chain link. The chain link. Not not like the tennis area, <laughs> but the fencing. Like my ball usually ends up on the court. Well, guess what? I, I play tennis. <laughs> I can give you some lessons. You play tennis? I grew as the first sport I actually played. All right. You should do a tennis podcast, and I'll be on it, and I'll be. I should do a volleyball <laughs> podcast, not a tennis <laughs> podcast. <laughs> well, I won't be able to be on that at all because I don't know how to play volleyball. <laughs> it's it's an, it's the same. I don't know how to do much. Unfortunately, golf's the best, the thing I'm best at, and I'm not even that good at that. Which is great. You are. Yeah, you are. I love it. I love it, and I can't. I can't stop. I can't quit it. Love it's it. It's gonna happen forever. Yep. It's gonna drag me around the world. I'm gonna keep going. I can't wait to do a podcast in Ireland. With some guy that I can't understand. That's going to be great. That will be great. I went I to Scotland. I didn't understand a word anybody was saying. <laughs> we actually got lost, and my buddy uh, uh, was driving, and he goes, run into this gas station and get directions. And I ran in. And this I is before and cell phones? Yeah, or this is, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know why. We didn't have a GPS, which was a bad idea. And, and yeah, I come running out. He goes, what did he say? I go, I have no idea. <laughs> Fair. I go, he said something about a Joe Carriageway. I don't know what that means. But we're lost. That <laughs> is that is really fun, and um, I've never traveled in golf somewhere. Like yeah. I've only in outside of the United States. But that is actually a really cool thing that you do. I would love to do that more because how fun! Like you're in Mexico, like you want to go play this course. Like it just gives you something else to do. I'm gonna look into that too. And yeah. Are you doing like a group Ireland thing? I'd love <laughs> I'd love to get a bunch of people together, but that's hard. You know, the sure. more people you get in, the harder. Then it's like you got to line up schedules. That's so true. I've got a buddy that we've done some trips together and then and then our kids are getting old enough that i'm hoping my wife uh, my wife brooke can go to ireland too yeah and we can all play together but a, be a, fun. a friend of mine we've gone on a few trips together and then i've got some other buddies that will do like local northwest like gamble sands we're going sure. to uh we try and go there most years and then uh i went with like 12 guys to uh, band and dunes uh in the spring so i love going on group trips, group trips but man they're hard to pull off yeah well especially with that many guys but i feel like i excel at planning so if you need some assistance i can help you but matt go. my husband he actually well before covid was going on this annual trip to palm springs and i think it was supposed to kind of move around but he won that trip but it was a mixture of beer pong oh. <laughs> golf and ping pong oh. and we actually still have the trophy in our house <laughs> oh, he's the champ. <laughs> yeah he's the champion and so um with handicaps and all that but he said he had a great time and they went to palm springs and played pga west and all right i gotta weasel my way into this golf trip done matt i'm coming for you he would be and he's not even the one that planned it but now that covid's chilling out fingers crossed a little bit hopefully they start to do that again because it yeah. was so fun for him so i want to weasel my way into lots of golf trips if Perfect. anyone has one uh, uh that they want that they don't want anyone joining i'm gonna join anyhow I like that. Especially there's beer pong. <laughs> it sounds like it's and right that, up my alley. That's probably why he excelled because, yeah, he excels at the drinking That's games. our new thing at our house. we got a ping pong table in the garage. Oh. Golf and ping pong have a weird connection. Have you heard this? Do you know this part? I haven't. Like PGA Tour guys, I guess, behind the scenes, they have like these like Ryder Cup. Like wow. Big ping pong. Man. I was just up at Manitou. Our last episode was at Manitou Country Club. Uh, Gordon Corder up there is awesome, but they they have a ping pong table up there, and I guess they get really into it. And I it's can just see something that. about golf and and, and the, the camaraderie also, and then the competitiveness of it. I like that. I, I mean, ping pong is. is one of those sports that is, is super fun, and you f the the people that are good at golf, I can imagine we'd be good at ping pong just because it does. It's hard. It's again, yeah. it's hard. <laughs> I always try and put a handicap on everything. I'm probably like uh, on your ping pong I'm like score. A I'm a 13 uh, handicap golfer. I'm probably a 
25 handicap uh, ping pong player. You get to start with seven and the game's to 11. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, my son is eight, and he almost beat me the other night. Well, it was really close. Just get used to that humble pie. <laughs> He's almost better than me at golf and skiing. I'm probably like a 30 handicap skier. My son's probably like a 15. So I am. I can't kids. ski. I've never done extreme winter sports. Yeah. Frowned upon when you uh, can break your shoulder and you're knees. You're in Idaho, and now, though, you better find a winter well, sport. It's drinking. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> drinking, ping pong, talking golf. Done. So it's uh, almost March. Uh, next week, I think, uh, maybe Tuesday. Uh, it's the end of February, and the snow is uh, it's cold out, but it's the cold. snow, we really don't have that much snow left. So we could be playing golf early April, I think. Well, fingers crossed. I hope so. And, and did you know, I don't know if you knew this, but the reason I got so into golf last summer is probably your wife. Oh. Because she basically knocked on our door and goes, hey, are you playing in the women's league? And I was like, no, I don't think so. She goes, great, you are. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Yeah, I and know I didn't, her. And I didn't know her enough. <laughs> and I was, you know, kind of shy and awkward. And I was like, okay, well, now I'm on this team. And I'm so glad she did because it literally was the most fun. Oh, and cool. getting having the excuse to go and play every week is really how beginners actually get better. Yeah. So just go play. It's going to be frustrating. <laughs> You're going to curse. It's going to be crap. But you are getting better just from doing those small things. So Yeah, that's good advice. Um, it's kind of scary, but signing up for one of these leagues. Yeah. The ladies league out here is on Wednesday night, and you, you form your team, and you all four play together. We week, did. Right? Yeah. yeah, and, and so it's like you get the social aspect. They were We were all new to the, the area in a, in a certain way, and – I made some really good friends and then, you know, it just it's social and sport and fun. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the that is good advice right there. Just jump into a league. If you're thinking about it, just do it. It's fun. You have a good time. And um, it's also more fun than just like sport. going to the driving range. Like I kind of yeah. got over that towards the end and I found that I was I was feeling better about life when I just went and played because you're it's just a little it's just different right when i was kind of burnt out from going to the range yeah the range because you feel like you're not go getting any better even though you are and you're getting that muscle memory but going going and playing is the best way to to get better is what i feel yeah <laughs> like i can't get my wife won't go to the range i'm always like i'll go to the range who wants to go nobody wants. no my kids won't come with me my wife they're like no thank you it's boring for most people it is yeah so you're better off just getting out there that's really where you're going to learn like you said like that's where you're going to learn how to hit all these different shots at the range you're just kind of you're just kind of head down hitting it and I like the range, though. I don't mind the some range. Some people like it. Some people but don't. You, I feel like you also got to come with a plan. Like, I need to – one of the best drills that I got from Ted was pretend like you're playing a game. Like, have some clubs yeah. that, like, if you're hitting a, a, a par four, like, hit your driver, then hit your five wood or whatever it is, and then hit your pitching wedge, and then obviously you can't putt. But, like, go in that order because it gets you used to playing in that order where – if I'm at the range and I can make a correction, well, you can't do that on the course. Yeah. So instead, focus on every single shot. Um, not to mention we did the the like summer league lessons every Tuesday with Ted, mm -hmm. which was super fun because you get to understand like how to hit a ball when it's on a hill or you know the out of the sand, yeah. which I would have never. How am I going to know that by myself? <laughs> so getting lessons I think is great, and then practicing. Yeah on the course and then joining the league and then joining a freaking league is so it. much fun yeah it, it really is everybody out there be careful if you ha aren't a golfer and you <laughs> come tell me you're thinking about maybe playing golf yep. i'm gonna be all over you <laughs> suddenly i'm gonna be texting you with 
here's some golf clubs you should buy. Here's a course you should play. He might learn German and just for yeah, that. Yeah, German. <laughs> and then I'm going to text you and try and get you on a podcast, which is what happened to Kylie. So just be careful what you say to me is all I'm saying about, uh, about golf specifically. So <laughs> Kylie, thank you so much. Yes, this is awesome. This. Yeah, it's fun talking to you. It's fun. Uh, it's fun having a, uh, a friend on the podcast, too. I've had uh, quite a few people on now, some friends, some people that I didn't know, but now I consider friends. Um, it was just fun sitting down and talking golf and just kind of hashing out ideas and throwing around. Uh, uh, everyone has a different perspective on this game. Uh, I get a little carried away about it. And um, it's fun to hear just kind of what everyone's take is yeah. on on the game of golf because I think it's a cool sport. It's a lot of fun. Um, keep swinging, guys. Keep playing golf. Looking forward to seeing everybody out on the course uh, in uh, uh, a month. I'm hoping. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> Terry Holtz can yell at me for uh, for starting for his golf early. league early. He's like, oh come on, why do you say that? <laughs> but uh, um, the podcast is going uh, going well. It's it's a lot of fun. We got a few uh, more guests. I've already reached out to a few people. I've, uh, we got some good ones coming up too, um, to go along with all the great ones we've already had. Um, so please, uh, when you guys go. Just click on that follow button on iTunes or Spotify, whichever one you guys are listening on. I think a lot of people are, are switching to Spotify lately, if I saw the stats right. But you're on iTunes, too, and a lot of you listen on your computers. But uh, keep the comments coming. Keep letting me know what you like and what you don't like about the podcast because I'm just having fun, and uh, but I still want to make it good. <laughs> and I want it to be the best that it can be And um, with your guys' feedback. It really helps. So thanks again, everybody, and uh, take care. Bye. See ya. <laughs>